the vibes. BJ, <laughs> you're listening to the Hoop Genius podcast. Myself, Margaret C. and BJ Armstrong, NBA champion. But I got to, I got to say something for our listeners right now. I'm in a constant state okay. of paralysis this week because paralysis, paralysis. Because every time I make some content, something changes before I can even press publish. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about New Orleans last night, and before we even get the show out to the people, they make a trade. You know, we're talking about Portland and what they're going to do. And then they make a trade. So right now we're recording this. Who knows what's going to happen next? But the good part is we're here every single day of the week. So anything we don't talk about today, we'll talk about tomorrow and we'll keep you in the loop and up to date. BJ, I know your phone's been ringing, so I ain't going to keep you for too long right now. We've got to discuss two major trades. And then we're going to hear from our friend Jack. And then, yeah, I know the listeners at home have been waiting to hear Jack and the Sacramento Kings. And then we're going to review some of the trade suggestions from fans and tell you yes or no on your trade proposals real quick. So, BJ, let's begin with the Portland Trailblazers trading away CJ McCollum over to the New Orleans Pelicans. How do you rate this trade? If we had to give it a grade, like A to F, for both Portland and New Orleans, what grade would you put on it at this point in time? Because bear in mind, in the long term, those can change. But right now, today, what grade are you giving it for Portland and what grade are you giving it for New Orleans? Um, I'm going to give it a B. I think this is a good trade. For both it's sides. Good trade for, yeah, I, I think it's a good trade for both sides. And here's why I, I, I say, let, let's start with New Orleans. One, they get a, a they get a veteran. Even though he's a smaller two-guard, combo guard, I think he's more two than one. Yep. I, I think it gives him a, 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 what, what I would consider a fringe all-star caliber player. Yeah, kind of the tier so below an proven, all-star. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a, he's a, he can he can score. He's very capable. He plays in big moments, and he's a veteran. And I think he plays a winning brand or style of basketball. I think I think that's a plus for New Orleans. I think he will figure out, even though he's even like again, even though he's a smaller two guard, Brandon Ingram, I think will will complement his game. Provided Zion is healthy, will complement his game. Valanchunas, CJ will provide spacing. I think the Herb Jones. Part, also, we got to show some love yeah. for Herb Jones, the lockdown defender. Yeah, Herb Jones, is it? yes. Uh, and the only part I think they still have, they would have to significantly upgrade the point guard position, not because, you know, uh, you, know you know, who they have there currently can't play, it's, I, I think they need one of those guards who can break the defense down, create a little havoc, play downhill and apply pressure to the defensive end. So I think it's a really, I think it's a really good trade for them. I wish they kept Lonzo ball because Lonzo and CJ in the backcourt would work very well because Lonzo can cover up CJ's defensive deficiencies and it would have worked perfectly. Or even the point guard they had before Lonzo, Drew Holiday would have worked very well alongside CJ McCollum. But we can't look back. We can only look forwards. Do you see this Pelican team making the playoffs? 
I was going to say play. I but see them they, making. It, I I think listen, I I think everyone is talking about the playoffs, right? There's only so many teams I think that's going to make the playoffs. I think they can make the play in. Yeah, I think they can make the play in. Okay, and and I don't know if, if what kind of consolation prize that is um, for players, you know, um, but because I've never played in that, but I, I really think they. They are on the fringe, right? 10 through eight, you know, somewhere in there. Yep. Uh, if they could get seven or six, I think that's a great achievement for the team. But I think they are in that category where they can be playing for something, especially late in the season. I was thinking of Devontae Graham. I had a, I had a brain freeze there. I couldn't think of Devontae Graham. I, I just think I like Devontae Graham for what he does. He's a shooting guard. He plays the point guard a little bit, but I think, for them, they need a guard who can, you know, play downhill. But yeah, uh, and going to Portland, a lineup of go ahead. sorry, a, a lineup of Devontae and CJ, you're getting cooked. There's no yeah, point yeah, of attack I, defense I think, there. Yeah, I think, think Devontae is a, a sick man. Devontae is a yeah, sick no, man. I like is a very him. nice spot for him. I, I, they need I like a, that. I like that. Kind of ironically, Eric Bledsoe would actually fit quite nicely with these guys. You know who I think would fit nicely there? Just I'm just thinking off the top, right? I haven't really yeah. thought it through. Is Schroeder. Someone yep. like Schroeder, yep. would, would I think would fit nice there. You know, you have Schroeder, who's not really a shooter, but you have CJ, you have Devontae, and I think that's a nice three-guard rotation. Yeah, okay, for sure. Uh, then you have Ingram, somebody like that, I think. And then all of a sudden now, anywhere from six to ten, you're feeling good about yourself. Um, so, But all of this depends heavenly on the fact is, will Zion be healthy? Inshallah. Okay. Yeah, we need <laughs> we need him to be healthy, absolutely, and we need obviously Brandon Ingram to play at an All Star level, uh, like he's capable of playing. And then I think you know this this organization moves forward. But that's a lot of ifs. But I like to trade. And then going on Portland, yeah, I'm 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 going to assume here that they are going to lay out the long term plan here because well. You still had it, it, it's it, there. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call the Portland Trailblazers, aka traffic lights, because right now they're throwing out mixed signals. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, they're throwing the mixed the signals. latest rumor is that they're going after Jeremy Grant. That's the latest rumor. Okay. By the time this podcast comes out in the morning, I don't know if they'll have traded for him or he'll be That's elsewhere. That's fine. But... That's fine. But right now they're throwing off mixed signals because yeah. they have a top-tier player. In, in Damian Lillard, they are acquiring young players. They moved off of, you know, they made a deal just the other day with the uh, LA Clippers. Clippers. They, yep. they make this move. So I'm not sure really what they're doing. Now, I don't know how this helps Damian Lillard. I don't know what they're saying, what they're doing, or are they giving us the signal that, Damien, it's time to move on. Now, so I, I, I'm just going to wait and see. But right now, it doesn't look as if they are in pursuit of trying to win the final game of the season right now. It looked like they have, they've made kind of a, you know, a, a little turn here where they're going to go in a different direction. But again, I'm going to wait to see until I hear from the organization or yeah, you know, someone that's in the in the know-how before I can make a 
before I can really make a, a true assessment of what's going on there in Portland? I, I don't know what to make of it because, you know, on one hand, like you said, they could be acquiring these picks and these assets to move them out and use their cap space to acquire players put around Dame. But who the hell have Portland ever signed as a free agent with max cap space? You know what I'm saying? Like they're not a free agent mm-hmm. destination. So having cap space for them isn't great. I know they've created over 20 million in trade exception so they can take on a larger contract in a trade. I don't know. You know, that, that might be for Jeremy Grant. That might be for someone else. I don't know. But then what they can do, what I think they'll do this season is try and tank it to get a great draft pick to add a great young talent to their roster. But I don't know how that helps. Like I said on the Heat Check show earlier, how that helps being paired with a 30-plus-year-old Damian Lillard who is aging. Adding young players around him isn't ideal. So I think he will more than likely be on a move probably in the summer. I think it might be too late in the day to get a major deal done for him um but it's 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 tough i mean the portland trailblazers never put a good enough team around him to maximize his strength um so i feel i feel bad for chauncey billups who they hired you know thinking that he was going to have a team that contends in the playoffs and now they're kind of bottoming out so i feel bad for chauncey um just a few other bits of news this is what i said on while we were talking between recording earlier um Philly got to find a way for OKC to take on Tobias Harris' contract because OKC are below the minimum salary level, so they need to take on some money. So if they can find a deal to maybe sweeten a deal with some picks or a young player to get that off the books, then that makes facilitating that Harden deal a lot easier. Um, there's a lot of buzz around Dennis Schroeder. There's a lot of buzz around the other teams in the league, but the New Orleans Pelicans made a trade. And not New Orleans Pelicans. We just we just spoke yeah, about Yeah, I was going to say, you just man, talked about it. Man, I, listen, there's so much going on right now. My brain is moving a million miles an hour. We're talking about the Sacramento Kings and the Indiana Pacers. Love this trade for the Indiana Pacers. Absolutely love this trade for the Pacers. And we actually caught up with friend of the show and BJ's very good friend, Jack, a.k.a. the leader of the Sacramento Kings fans, to get his reaction just moments after the news broke. BJ, Jack, Jack, BJ, long distance friends finally meeting, Zoom to Zoom. Oh, man, beautiful. Jack, Jack, what's good, baby? What's going on? Nice to meet you, bro. How you doing? Oh, you too. Nice to meet you. Listen, the Sacramento Kings have just traded Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson, who I'm sure you're not mad about, in exchange for DeMontis Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers, along with Justin Holiday, if I'm not mistaken, and Jeremy Lamb. Now, if you're a regular listener to the show, you often hear about our friend Jack, the Sacramento Kings fan, and we thought we'd bring him in for the a... greatest game. fan, not just yeah. not the Sacramento <laughs> fan. He's the greatest fan. Jack, Jack. Have reaction. You know what? If I got a friend like Jack, I'm rolling with Jack. I hope Jack could be a, a, a fan of mine, because Jack is a real Sacramento Kings fan. <laughs> Jack, what'd you make of the uh, trade, though? What'd you make of the trade? First of all, first of all, it's an honor to be on the Hoop Genius podcast. It's all love. It's all love. Right. We love this. We love it every morning. You know, when I'm going to work, it's a great show, man. But what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Jack, you don't like this trade. I like this trade, Jack. I, I hate it. And I like. I hate it. And I love it. Break it down, break it down. Break down why you hate it first. 
Halliburton. He's the best. He, he's not the best player in the trade, but he's the best asset in the trade, if you get me. Potential-wise and stuff like that, absolutely. But I don't, I don't think we're done. There's definitely something else coming. There's definitely something else. Whether that's Barnes or Holmes, or we're using the pick, something else is coming. But, but, let, me, let me ask you this. Would you have preferred to keep Halliburton, who's only 21 and has showed great promise, than De'Aaron Fox? Because it looks like now you're just saying we're going all in on De'Aaron Fox as our guy. Would you have preferred that? to be Tyrese Halliburton? If you'd have asked me before the trade, out of the three guards, Mitchell, Halliburton, and Fox, Fox. who's being traded, I would have never said Halliburton. Not a chance. I didn't think he would have been the one. I'd have thought Fox, but with the contract, you know, we've, you know, we've got rid of Buddy Heald and Trishan Thompson. Good riddance. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say on that. Um, so... Fox's contract is what I don't think would have matched up really if you think about it. So it had to be one of Fox or Halliburton. And it was Halliburton. <laughs> are, you, are you excited for Sabonis? Our biggest problem is defence. How does this help our defence? He averages half a block a game. <laughs> like, I, I just, I don't know. Listen, if, I don't know. If you guys are I'm listening, at if, my wits end with this franchise, man. Honestly, if you guys well, are listening Jack, to this, well, one sec, one sec, okay. BJ, one sec. I got to tell the listeners: if you're listening to this on audio, you need to get to YouTube to just see the pain in Jack's eyes as we record this. <laughs> you can see the pain in this man's face. This is a grown man; he's distraught right now. Sorry, BJ, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, you know what, Jack, you are the best. This is great. This is great TV. This is great content. But I'm going to tell you something, though, Jack. I really like this trade. I like it for Sacramento, and I like it for two reasons. One, now you have a nice inside-outside combination with De'Aaron Fox, who is as fast as any player in the NBA, and you have a nice interior player, a 2010 guy, every single night. The one thing that's been missing in Sacramento for years has been stability. You know, Sabonis will give you the stability. I think will stabilize the situation. And here's one thing I don't think anyone has discussed yet. Sabonis wasn't, isn't going to okay a trade to where he was comfortable going. Think about this. You have a star player, an all-star player who said, yeah, I'll, I'll come to Sacramento. Because you know that what this is triggering. This is saying we're going to sign this guy to the max. So I think this gives you some stability. I think it's important when you have a player that wants to be someplace. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important because Sacramento hasn't been like a destination. It's not like free agents are running to Sacramento. No, 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 yeah, yeah, no. you and I would run to Sacramento. You know what I mean, Jack, but not just anyone. So I think <laughs> having that with the bonus and De'Aaron Fox and then building around that, I think you, it, I think it gives you some hope. It gives me a little, you know what? At least at the end of the game, you can run a screen roll with Fox and, and, and Sabonis and say, we got a good chance to score, play, and, and play a good brand of basketball. So I really like to trade. It's not perfect, but I really like it. I, I would rather run that screen roll with Halliburton and Sabonis. We, just we, talk, we talk about inside, outside. De'Aaron Fox from the outside shoots 24% from three-point land. Jack, because really you, you, you endure the suffering of watching hey, hey, every let me tell you guys game. Something. Let me tell you guys something. Speed kills. Speed is the one thing that you cannot counter. When you look at the Memphis Grizzlies right now, you're not saying Ja Morant is a three-point shooter. Ja Morant is coming with you with blinding speed. And he's leveled and De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox. Fox. 
That's that's fine. He's ahead of De'Aaron Fox until he's not ahead of De'Aaron Fox. No one was saying this. I'm going to say this. I think the player that will benefit the most will be De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox will benefit because of this trade. Why? Is because you're not going to see Biggs just leaving Sabonis. When he sets a screen roll, De'Aaron Fox has the ability to turn the corner now. I think De'Aaron Fox will probably now emerge as an all-star because of this trade. You heard it here first, Mo. Okay. Jack, do you feel better? Uncle BJ's therapy sessions. Yeah. yeah. We've come to <laughs> cheer you up today. I might, because I might have to... I might have to do this weekly, man. Because BJ, if, you, <laughs> if you saw, if you saw what Jack was saying in the group chat before he came on this call, it was not appropriate to share. It was pain, <laughs> rage, but man, listen. On a scale of on a scale of one to ten, though, Jack, how not just yourself, but your fellow Sacramento Kings community, the other fans, zero being we hate this trade, and ten being we love this trade. Where do you think the fan base? Not just yourself, but the fan base in total is sitting right now. Kings Twitter is in a meltdown right now, man. It's a meltdown. Like you have a handful. Like, I've just shown a few of the spaces on Twitter. They're just—it's just arguments. <laughs> <laughs> some people love the trade. Some people hate the trade. You know, you see some logic behind it, and people, Kings fans, we're very known for loving our players more than we probably should. Like, for example. Harry Giles, we hated that we never took his, um, co- uh, what was it called? Player um, option, team option. Player option, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Vladdy declined that, we we hated that. Even I hated it. But he's not even on the team, I don't think. I think he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's off the league right now. Yeah, so, you know, but... <sighs> what are we... What are we... <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got no words, man. Like, I don't know, man. Like, Jack is going to be loving this trade a year from now. You heard I'm, it here. I'm telling okay. you, Jack, I love it. I, I don't love think it. This team beats a playing team. Yeah. I still don't. You don't think they take out, if we look at the playing picture right now, the other teams there are the Lakers, mm-hmm. the Pelicans, the Kings, and the Timberwolves. Oh, having said that, the Kings aren't in, in, in the playoffs, play in spots yet. So I assume Portland's well, going to drop down. The Pelicans are trying to get stronger. The Timberwolves will try and get stronger. The Lakers will improve. The Clippers will drop down. But do you see any of the, do, you, do you see you guys making the playoffs? No, absolutely not. And I've been saying this for years. I've been saying last year we're, we're already two steps back from last year. We should have done this at the deadline last year. Not this trade exactly, but last year it was another year where we're attempting to push a playoffs with a, a below average team. We're never going to do it. And even if we do, the playing doesn't count as the playoffs. Nope. I, I think Vivek would see that as a win. If we made the playing, he'd be like, oh yeah, playoff streaks over. No, it's not. He's still, what, 17 going, going on 17 years now? Come on. Um, but <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't even speak, man. I can't even speak. I'm shook. We, we, sure, we appreciate you chopping it up with us. We thought we'd get the live reaction. Honestly. The trade just happened a few minutes ago. We thought we got to get Jack in. That's the first thing I was talking to BJ. I said the first thing I said, we got to call Jack right now. <laughs> and I also wanted to connect you two because I know, you know, whenever BJ's talking to his people at the Sacramento Kings, Jack is always his first thought in his mind now. No, now I got a visual with Jack. <laughs> hey, hey. So Jack, Jack, when I when I talk to the Kings later today. I'm going to be thinking, I'm going to be channeling Jack. I'm going to be channeling Jack. <laughs> Jack, hold on. I'm telling you, I like the trade. I know it's emotional. I know it's a lot of moving parts, but I think you're going to like this trade in the end. I really do. And I'm, I I'm, still think something else is coming. 
What's next? Give us the quick preview. What do you think's coming next? I think we're going to go for PJ Washington. Okay. And send Holmes, Holmes to Hornets. That'll be huge for the Hornets. That'll be huge for mm-hmm. the Hornets. And I know how excited you were to re-sign Rashawn Holmes in the offseason. And, you know, BJ saying you're going to be loving this trade next season. I'm telling you, in five seasons' time, with Tyrese Halliburton is up there with the best of them in the league, you're going to be hating this trade. But we'll circle back. Jack, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate what? you chopping it up with us. <laughs> go on, go on, you say Five years from now, watch All-Star Game, Marvin Bagley and Tyrese Halliburton. Watch. <laughs> One thing's for sure, it ain't going to be Tristan Thompson, so at least you got him out of town, man. You should be happy about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So that's what Jack's saying. That's the fans' view. BJ gave a little bit of a breakdown of the trade in there as well. But now it's time to look at your suggestions and your trades from you guys, the listeners to this show. So, BJ, I'm going to give you the trades that our fans have sent in, and I want you to say yes or no for either team. So, for example, okay. Geraint Jones, shout out to Geraint. He's, the, he's one of the most prominent Orlando Magic fans in the UK, has said the Magic received Marvin Bagley and the Kings received Mo Bamba, Michael Carl Williams, or a trade exception can be used in that deal. I want you to say yes or no for either the Kings and the Magic. Yes for the Kings, no for the Magic. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Garant also had another one. He said Terrence Ross and Mo Bamba to Golden State and James Wiseman and some fillers to Orlando. No. No. I kind of like that. No. Well, I, if you're Orlando, of course you take James yeah. Wiseman. I yeah, mean, like, yeah, I like okay, that for yeah, Orlando. Yeah. That's like that's a yeah, no for Golden State, uh, mate. Yes for Orlando. That's a double no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, you, you're taking James Wiseman any day of the week. Um, yes. Okay. Chris Rose has sent in in light of the Beal injury. This one involves a first round pick going to Washington, along with Kyle Anderson, Tyus Jones, and Jarrett Culver, all of the Memphis Grizzlies, in exchange for Spencer Dinwiddie and Kyle Kuzma. No, definitely not for Memphis. No, no, you don't no, want to. No. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to the ship. What, what's the phrase? You don't. You don't want to. You don't want to throw off the balance of what's working right now. Yeah, yeah the, the, whatever they have going down there in Memphis, let's let that. Let's let that ride. By the way, Mo, it just re- reported here. Bradley Beal is going to have elected to have surgery for the. Oh, he's the done. In Washington. The, yeah, he, he's yeah, saying. He's, I'm not going to be here no more. I'm gone. I'm gone. I hope yeah, he comes from the injury. I don't know what he's saying, but uh, he's like he's having surgery for the rest. Do you of think he's played his final game in a Wizards uniform, BJ? Um, I really don't, and I'm gonna tell no. you why. I really don't, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you why. Because Bradley Beal is is making a substantial amount, a lot of uh, a substantial amount of money. And I'm just looking at it, the financial ramifications of a player like Bradley Beal. If you're going to take on Bradley Beal, who is a terrific player, an all-star caliber player, one of the elite players at his position, with that comes an enormous amount of expectation. With that comes an enormous amount of pressure. But more importantly, you have to deliver. Now, Mm -hmm. The question begs, once you commit to Bradley Beal, 
at that number. He's at a it might mega be max. the highest NBA contract ever at the time he signs. Okay. It. Now you have to deliver. You, you got to deliver. I'm not sure how many other teams could deplete their roster to get a player like that. Yep. And justify it. I'm not saying he's not, he's not, he's going to get you 20 plus. He's a very good player. Is he a number one option on the championship team? Not for me. Whether he's a number one, number two, is he a player where you can say him minus other pieces would do that? Because in the right situation, of course he can win a championship Mm. in the right situation. But if you have to deplete your roster to the point where now you can only support it with minimum players, that's a different story. And that is the million dollar question because you would win the press release. Would you win games? Because that's the, that's the key. And I'm not sure of that. You know, there's only so many players like a LeBron James at one point, you would do that deal no matter what. Kawhi yeah. Leonard, you would do that. Giannis, you would yeah, do that. Yeah. Joel Embiid, you do I that. don't have Bill in I'm that not category sure. of, of stuff. Yes, I, I don't. With all due respect to him, I, I yes, don't. But yes. We've got more trades. Lewis is saying, a lot of people are suggesting trades for the Grizzlies. I don't know why. Lewis is suggesting the Grizzlies get Miles Turner and the Pacers get Steven Adams, a future first and a future second. That's a no. Uh, no for both. No, no. That's a no for That's both. That's a no. And we spoke about on an episode with Brevin Knight, who's the color commentator for the Memphis Grizzlies. Go back and listen to that about the importance of Steven Adams and what he brings to that team. GA34 says Harrison Barnes to the Utah Jazz for Joe Ingles, Rudy Gay, and two second round draft picks. No, no. No, for both teams. I wouldn't do that. Mm, I think that the Jazz would want to keep Rudy Gay, but they would love to do Joe Ingles for Harrison Barnes any day of the week. Um, some people don't have usernames. I-W-B-A-W-C, whatever your name is. The Celtics trade for Jalen Brunson at the deadline, maybe Tyus Jones. There's a heavy doubt, but here we are for grabs. You need to suggest what the Celtics would be giving up. Would that be Dennis Schroeder? Would that be Josh Richardson? Who knows? Um, Mark says, Goran Dragic from Miles Turner. Now, this is a trade I've heard a lot about. A lot of whispers around this. Goran Dragic from Miles Turner from Indiana. Drag- the salaries match up. Goran Dragic isn't playing for the Raptors. So that would more or less would be a, a transactional trade where they're just dumping salary. But Miles Turner would actually come in and play for Yeah, the that's what I'm saying. But what, Whereas Dragic would just the, expire and become a free agent in the summer. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So I don't look at Indiana as being a high free agent destination. So what's the point? I feel you. They so, need to attach yeah, some so sort of draft picks they need alongside. To draft picks or something. Goran Dragic. To make it because you got to have something to show for it. So I would say no. And I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what Toronto really needs, but I do know they need depth on their bench. So if I'm with Toronto right now, instead of saying getting one player, I would rather have two or three players. Well, there's another suggestion. They need, they need, they need bench help right now. Another suggestion from Zubaya is saying Yaka Pertl and Juancho Hernan Gomez in exchange for Goran Dragic and Precious Achua. I think the Raptors would love to have Jakob back on their team. And Juancho Hernan Gomez is a solid bench player. I don't know if they're ready to pull um, the plug on Precious yet, though. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Precious, 
you know what? Pressures, I don't know his upside. And I'm interested to see what he could be or possibly could be. I'm not willing to give up him on him just yet. And he's got four years left on a rookie why deal. Miami gave up him. Yeah. And I, but I'm not willing to give up on him right now if I'm the Toronto Raptors. Wojcik is saying THT, Kendrick Nunn, and a 2027 first round pick in exchange for Harrison Barnes. Yes or no for the Lakers? Yes or no? No. For, no. I think that's a yes no. for the Lakers. Harrison Barnes would help them immensely this season. I, where is he going to play? LeBron James plays there. Oh, LeBron plays anywhere, though. Yeah, but, okay, where's LeBron going to play? LeBron's going to play the three. He's going to handle the ball. You you already have uh, – what's the kid's name there that's playing well? They're now at the, Monk. At the two position. Uh, yeah, Monk. Malik Monk. I'd, I'd slide Barnes in at the four and put 80 at the five and go small ball. Okay, if you think that's going to do it for you, great. I don't believe that. I don't think that. I don't think that does it for me. I don't think that does it for them. But if you think that can be Portland, I mean not Portland, Phoenix, Golden State, Memphis. If you think okay, so be it. I don't think so. There's a. I don't think that's a good move at all. There's a trade here that someone has tweeted in saying the trainer at my gym acquires my wife whilst I get depression in return. Whoever you are that sent that in, I'm praying for you, brother, because it sounds like your life is not in a good place right now. Uh, But Connor O'Neill says Miles Turner for Tim Hardaway Jr. I've seen quite a lot of people suggest this. Other than the salaries matchup, no, you never trade a small for a big. No? No. Okay. 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 So what, 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 why would Indiana do that? What did they get out of it? I'm, I'm assuming they would atta- attach draft picks. Uh, that's the only way I can figure out these deals for Miles Turner. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it, but okay. If you even try, if you're going to start, if you're going to go on a total rebuild, if you're Indiana, why did you hire that coach? Yep, for Rick Carlo. Okay, Rick, if you're going to go on a total rebuild, let's get a young coach who's going to be dealing with young players and you deal with that. Why would you hire Rick Carlisle to do a total rebuild? Yep. Again, the when I start seeing these mixed signals like this, I just call it, I just, I get my traffic like out and I say, okay, they're <laughs> sending mixed signals. <laughs> I don't get it. But again... This is the NBA, but that doesn't make sense to me. Okay, we got one last one from Rob Rush. He says, Ennis Freedom out of the league. I co-signed that. Um, and then he says, Dennis Schroeder for Dante DiVincenzo in a second round pick. How'd you like that? Well, they have Drew Holiday there, and then they have, um, what's the backup guard here? Um, they're in... Uh, DiVincenzo. With Grayson no, Allen. In, 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 in Milwaukee. Um Oh, what's the guard's name? Oh, I got to look his name up. You know who I'm talking about here, Mo. The backup. Who are the backup? Who is the backup guard for Milwaukee? Pat, Con- Pat Connerson? Are you talking about no. George Hill? George Hill. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't. I, I don't see where. I don't see why they would get Schroeder unless they've given up on George Hill. Mm, well, George Hill is out and, with an injury currently. Yeah. Okay. How long is he out for? George Hill is estimated to be out. Um, 
for a few games. That's literally what it says in the injury report. A few games. Yeah, okay. Doesn't yeah. have a okay, yeah. So I don't I don't see unless they know something about George Hill. Seem like George Hill to me is a good backup because 35 plus minutes are going to go to Drew. Drew Holiday. Yeah. So then that's that's 13 minutes a night for Schroeder. I don't understand that. And you're bringing a guy that's in a contract year and you're only going to play him 13 minutes a night. Yep. Now, unless they know something, I don't know. Or there's something going on. Maybe the injury's worse than being reported. Maybe they feel that they need to play small ball or have two ball. I, I don't know. I have no idea. But to me, that doesn't sound right because George Hill is a bigger guard. He can play against the bigger guards in the league. He's a multi, He can defend a multiple positions. And that seems like the right fit for me. But again, I, unless they know something, I don't know. Well, guys, BJ's not been impressed with the trade suggestions. And I think the trouble with fans suggesting trades is fans will always send a one-sided trade that favors their team. Every yes, person who's sending yes. a trade, I've noticed the trend of, I know what teams you guys support because I see all your tweets. And all the trades are very one-sided towards <laughs> your team. You have to look at it with balance. Yeah, yeah. I think there is an art to making these deals work. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens for the rest of the trade deadline. We're going to be rocking with you. We're going to be here every day, bringing you the latest and the greatest news, reactions, rumors, reports. BJ, thank you for joining once again. And I'm excited Thank for tomorrow's you, episode. I, I, yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I'm here. I'm excited to see what's going on. I, I, I think, you know, you know, the, 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 the big thing is I, I'm kind of stuck here. If we got two minutes, Mo, two minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of stuck here with Bradley Beal. Yeah. Bradley Beal to me is going to be interesting because I would not be shocked if for some reason Bradley Beal is moved. Nope. Because Bradley Beal is scheduled to make about 200 plus million. I think it's like 245 or something like that. Don't it's, it's difficult that. to trade a player when he's injured, but I think with Bradley Beal, yeah, I, I think I teams think would be happy to make that deal. Well, I, I you know what? There are a number of teams, I think, now who have like take OKC, for instance. I think they would take that to acquire things that they're looking for. Mm. Or be able to trade Bradley Beal to the place that he wants to go to get back and return what they're looking for. Yep. So I think if you're going to do it, knowing if Bradley Beal is notifying this team, let's say, let's take into account what you said. He's out of there by electing to have surgery. Mm-hmm. Then I think it's in Washington's best interest to get something out of the deal. Facts. Facts. TikTok followers will know I spoke about this yesterday. The Wizards need to get some sort of valuable return. And when he's still right. on the contract, you know, you can make perhaps a better deal. That sign and trade will be possible, but it'll be a lot harder to orchestrate when he's on that level of money. Here, here's a here's a here's a here's a trade I have for you. Just again, this is off the top. All right. Would you do Bradley Bill to the Knicks? 100 percent if you're the New York Knicks. Who would you if you're the Washington Wizards? That's a definite no. Like, okay, it's not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Mo. Hold okay. on. Okay. 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 You can hold on. It's not. These aren't definite. This is. These are things you have to look at. Okay. You get Kyle Kuzma. 
Kyle Kuzma is playing at a very high level. That's not the Kyle Kuzma that we saw in LA just a year ago. Okay. 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 That's a, that's a, Kyle Kuzma could very well in a year or two be an all star. So okay. he's playing. All right. So now they have four young players on New York to me that are interesting. RJ Barrett, rookie trunk contract. Yep. Cam Reddish, rookie contract. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly. Robinson. Yep. No, 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 hold on. Robinson. What's uh, uh, Mitchell Robinson, rookie contract, and Obi Toppin. Those are four good young players on rookie scale contracts. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have just a year ago an all star, a former all star. Yeah. Julius Randle. There's something to consider, Mo, before you just dismiss it. Those well, are four good young players. Okay. And then, you know, if you like, if you like quickly, maybe you can throw him in there. But those four players in particular, Mitchell Robinson, Obi Toppin, Cam Reddish, and, and, and RJ Beard. That's value. That's significant value to add with Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Rail, uh, the young players they have there. Okay. Talk to me, Mo. But then if you, you do that, it. because then if you do that, right? So you're assuming that you trade Julius Randle and three or four of these young guys. Well, just, you got to make the, you got to make the, you got to make it work. You got to make the money work, right? So you have you to make the money Julius work. Randle because right. he's yes. making that 21 mil. Okay. Yes. So let's look at what the Knicks are left with after that trade, because you've just given all of that depth over to Washington. I'm not saying you give all of it. I'm just saying they have some interesting pieces. I'm not saying you give away those four players. Mm. I'm just saying they have some interesting pieces on the team that could fit with the timeline of Kyle Kuzma and everybody could grow together. I'm not saying you give away those four players. I'm just saying you. you're going to be a future GM. I you, hate you. You gotta, you, you gotta look at the present and then you gotta look at the future. Okay. I'm, That's I'm, pretty intriguing. I'm saying as the Wizards, though, I'm not trying to take on Julius Randle and his five-year contract. I'm not trying to take You're that going one. to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to lose Bradley Beal. I'm sure. Let's I, say I'm you're going to lose Bradley Beal. I'd be able to find a better deal out there in the market for Bradley Beal. Okay, so uh, what's a better deal? I would ring Brad Stevens and say, give me Jalen Brown. Tosh. Yep. Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum are best friends. You leak it to Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's going to say, yo, listen, bring my best friend over here. We know him and him and Jalen Brown aren't, aren't good I don't, friends I don't, anyway. I don't, think Jason, I don't think Jason Tatum would do that. I, I really don't. Well, it remains to be seen. I, I, don't you know, think Jason, I, I don't think Jason Tatum. I don't think Jason Tatum would do that. I don't know. I have no oh, inside I, information I, whatsoever. I, 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 I'm well, going to take your word for I, it. I, I and do hope know. it's true. I do know. Yeah, I do know. He's not going to throw Jalen Brown under the bus. I hope not. I hope not, because I'd rather have Jalen Brown. But, you know, if you look at the Wizards as well, they've got to move some other con. They've got to get Davis Bertans off the books. They can move Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie's another player that could be moved before the deadline. He could be very well. He could be he, he could be moved, and they've got a few other pieces. But all of this could be redundant, because we could wake up tomorrow, and Bradley Beal might have been traded already. So we're going to have to wrap this up, and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. I'm excited to see where the trade deadline shakes out. BJ, thank you once again. Thank you to our listeners. Thanks to everyone who submitted a trade. 
and um, keep the questions coming keep the comments coming keep showing love to the show we appreciate each and every one of you we appreciate you big facts and until next time my peoples get buckets